Inside the Game, brought to you by Flex Coach and Flex Coach VR. This is segment three of Inside the Game with Bill Guerin, General Manager of the Minnesota Wild. Um, so you retire and you wind up uh, transitioning to a management role as a player development coach of the Penguins. Now you're on the other side. You're no longer in the locker room with the guys. You're, you're management now. You're going to make decisions that affect people's lives. How hard was that for you to make that transition? I mean, was it tough? Was it, eh, it's, this is what I want to do. Um, it, was, it was what I wanted to do. Um, still tough. Had a lot to learn. That day that I got cut from the, from, uh, the Flyers, my first call was to my wife. My second call was to Ray Shiro back in Pittsburgh. And I just said, Ray, I, I, I want to come in and talk to you about my post-playing career. And um, so I went into I went into Pitt, and he gave me great I don't know great advice, but he told me his opinion of a former player. And he says, "My the scariest thing to me is a former player that wants a title, an office, and a paycheck, and not do any of the work." And I was like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "If you're gonna do this." You got to, you got to work. You got to learn how to work. And that was, that was a great conversation for me because it, it got me on the right path right away. And then I, um, then I got to hook up with like Tommy Fitzgerald and, you know, work with Jason Bottrell and we, we had a great crew in Pittsburgh, but I learned. So being the player development coach, Ray also let me in every aspect of the game, pro scout meetings, amateur scout meetings, being in Wilkes-Barre, hitting the road with, with Fitzy and, and scouting games. I learned everything along the way. Um, and, and everything about putting a, t- a team together, but everything that goes into it, all the people. As a player, you have no idea. That's what I was going to say. You, you have no clues to what goes no, on behind have, the scenes. You have, no, you have to focus on, on yourself and your game, on your team, and that's it. You have no idea the operation that is going on behind the, behind that wall. <laughs> and it, and it, and it is big. And there are a lot of people that you don't see as a player that grind every single day to make your team better. And they don't, you know, the, like the amateur scouts and the, the pro scouts are, they're on the road all the time and it's a weekend job. So you're, you know, you're missing, you're missing stuff. Like I, I, I took about, huh, I think I took three months off before I really started hitting it hard. But, um, you know, I worked the first little while just for, for expenses. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. even, didn't even get paid or anything like that. And then, uh, Ray and I spoke and, and went to the draft actually here in Minneapolis where, you know, I, I, I signed on full time and it was, it was go, it was, it was, it was go time. And um, yeah, I started traveling again, started working all, you know, weekends and I was missing stuff again. And, um, but it's, it's the best thing I ever did because I, I, I mean, I have the best job in the world. What's one thing in retirement from playing and then going into management that you didn't know that you had no idea that this went on. What's something that was like, Oh my gosh, you know, what's an aha moment for you? I get you. To, no, to, no, to be, to be honest with you, there, there, are, there are a lot. And I guess the, the aha moment too, is 
when when I was sitting in um, in in the office for for July one, and we're talking about trades, and we're talking about guys that I was just playing with, and they ask for your opinion, and you have to give it to them. You have to give it to them regardless of your relationship with the guy and you know you, you this is a business like you have to make that decision and you know there were times where like yeah this guy's my buddy but if we can get that guy for him let's do it yeah and it, it's and I think too the the organization of the whole you know how to learn how to uh, an amateur scouting meeting went you know learn how like prepping for the trade deadline and, you know, list for, to replace that guy list to replace this guy, you know, and all that stuff was, was crazy. So you wind up becoming the assistant GM of the penguins after all this. Um, what'd you learn from that job? More, um, uh, I guess more like managerial stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're managing, uh, staff and people and i i i became the the gm of wilkesbury so putting a team together and managing like not just a team but the coaches hiring firing um trainers you know uh, dealing with all this the stuff that goes along with that um you know the organization part it's it, there's a lot going on so that that was a uh critical role for for me and uh yeah you, you know what too you make mistakes along the way you, you really do and you know i make, I make them here now everybody does <laughs> can't, <laughs> you can't avoid it, it. But, yeah but you you just have to you know you can't cry about it you just learn from it and move on but um you know the the time i spent uh in wilkesbury uh was uh was incredible for me i i, I just learned a ton one thing I've always wanted to ask a general manager in sports, how do you execute a trade? What do you do? I mean, what's the process? I, I'm not talking about who you're trading for, but how do you go about getting something from somebody without giving up a lot? And how do you move to do that? I mean, is it like, do you pick up the phone and say, Hey, look, I got a guy here. I want to get rid of contract problems. I, I need what you have there. I mean, how does that go about? I mean, or is it more like a cohesive thing? Like the pro scouts get together, this person gets together. Well, yeah, there, you know, there are, you kind of learn who's kind of going to be available through your talkings with other general managers, but you also have a need. You also have guys that you feel that you can, that you can move on. So you can, you know, you have to trust the other guy and that it's going to stay between the two of you. And um, it's over multiple conversations like the, like the Jason Zucker trade, um, God, I forget when we even traded them. <laughs> uh, I think it was Jan maybe January or something, but it, I got my first call like day one from Jim Rutherford. Hey, do you want to, you want to trade Zucker? And I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know. Like, let's just keep talking about it. Let's see how things. So it was, it was months, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was months and months and months and the dialogue just keeps going, keeps going. And then, you know, you, you kind of like Jim was great to work with actually because and I, I obviously knew Jim, but we worked through it together. And I get, I think one of the greatest things he ever taught me was make a fair deal. 
make fair deals. Don't try to win the trade. Don't try to screw anybody because you'll never have a trade partner. You'll never, if you all, or, or you won't pull the trigger on a trade because you have to win it. Yeah. That's it. And that's not my, I'm doing what I'm doing, what I feel is necessary for our team. I'm not in it to like beat anybody in a trade or do any, or to come out, you know, on top of this trade. No, I'm doing what I feel is right for our team. And I want to make a fair deal. So both teams are happy. And um, yeah, then, you know, you, you agree to it. Yeah. We got a deal. Yeah. We got a deal. And, and then trade calls with the league and things like that. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. What did you, what did you, great it's, job. It's, it's always fascinating me how that comes together. What did you learn from, from Lou Lamarillo that you use oh today in this job that you use today as a general manager? I mean, do, have you, did you call him when you got this position and say, Hey Lou, I need to pick your brain on a few things. Yeah. Or... Yep. We, we talked for a while. Um, Lou is, he is honestly, he is amazing to talk to. And the one great thing, uh, I mean, there are a lot of great things about Lou, but he always has time. He always has time for me and for everybody. And when we play each other, I'll go and sit with him and, and we'll talk. And, you know, we, if we got on the phone, sometimes, you, you know, we're, we're talking and next thing you know, 45 minutes has gone by. Um, but I, I do remember when playing for him, you know, there always needs to be accountability. And there needs to be structure. Guys are players are happier, regardless of how much they might try to fight you on that. <laughs> they're happier when there's accountability and structure. And Lou always said it, and I, I follow this too. We don't have a lot of rules, but the rules we have, we follow. And you know, uh, um, I, I might be a little more loose than Lou, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I do feel that there you need to have that accountability, that structure, that discipline. And, um, Hey, look, you, when you're coming to the rink, you're, you're coming to work and uh, we can have all the fun we want, but be ready when that puck's dropped. That was segment three of inside the game with Bill Guerin, general manager of the Minnesota wild inside the game brought to you by flex coach and flex coach. VR.